Welcome, everyone, to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions. My name is Courtney. And I am Carl. This is episode 118, and we're sharing our favorite anime openings and endings, the 2022 edition. There will be maybe some very light spoilers throughout this episode, but I think we can avoid most major spoilers. I can't tell you how excited I am for this episode. (laughs) I've been looking forward to it for like a whole year. I remember last year when we recorded our very first favorite OPs and EDs episode, I just had so much fun with it. And putting together the list for 2022 has been equally as fun. So I'm ready for this. Yeah, and as I was going through my list and recalling all the stuff we watched this year, which was a very considerable amount, um, I was also just reminded that all the music from this year, there were still definite bangers out there. Uh, and so the music, the music vision out of me thought this was a great year in anime music. Because this episode is coming out um, right before a major holiday, we'd like to take a second to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of our listeners. Yes, Merry Weebmas to all of you out there who celebrates. I'm sure all our listeners celebrate Weebmas at least. <laughs> Hope you all get your anime figures and body pillows whatever else under the Weebmas sun <laughs> that you enjoy. And hopefully you get to spend time with loved ones this holiday season too. And if you don't celebrate any major holidays this time of the year, we can certainly celebrate all of the amazing anime we've gotten in 2022. I think these OPs and EDs, as you alluded earlier, these alone kind of hint at the incredible year that we've had for anime. So I think we're all pretty uh, pretty happy with the way 2022 turned out. And before we dive into these amazing OPs and EDs, we do want to remind everybody that if you enjoy this episode or all the content that we put out in Strictly Anime, we'd love it if you guys could support us. There's multiple ways to do so. And any of these ways are super, super helpful to us. So if your current streaming platform that you're listening to us on right now has an option to leave us a rating and or review like Spotify or Apple, please do so. That helps us out a ton um, and it kind of helps us to understand what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. You can also follow and subscribe to us on those same platforms to get notified every time a new episode goes live. You can join our Discord to chat with us and be part of some of the listener submissions that we do, like this episode in particular. You can follow us on Instagram at The Strictly Series, on Twitter at Strictly Series. You can share the podcast with any of your friends who really enjoy anime or enjoy podcasts because one of the biggest ways that podcasts grow are through is through word of mouth. Or if you have a few dollars or whatever currency is in your country that you can throw our way, head over to patreon.com slash strictly series to see all of the fun things that you get by becoming a patron. So now let's talk all about OPs and EDs from 2022. You will notice that this episode title does say 2022 edition. We got a lot of positive feedback from our initial OPs and EDs episode that we thought, why not do this every single year? Because every year there's new anime coming out or old ones that we haven't seen before that we're watching just now. And we come across these great songs, these great visuals, and we want to recognize those. So the way this is going to work will really be year by year. If you listened to our initial OPs and EDs episode, which was episode 57 of Strictly Anime, we really covered any and every OP and ED that we loved across like every era of anime. 
And to avoid any duplicates for the 2022 edition, we decided that we would pull any OPs and EDs that we loved from anything that we watched in this year. So that includes any anime that aired in 2022 or any older anime that we finally watched in 2022. Because there are some shows that we uh, finally jumped on the bandwagon with, finally watched, and of course were introduced to the amazing OPs and EDs. Thank God, because there's a big one on my list that was from an anime that aired previously, and I think it's probably in my top 10 of like anime OPs or EDs of all time. And I think it'll give a good mix to our list as well because if someone's not a seasonal anime watcher if they don't if they're not totally caught up on 2022 there's still going to be some stuff from previous years on our list i'm sure at least for my list and as always carl and i have put together our list totally separately so we don't know what each other has put it's going to be up off the cuff i guess i'm sure we're going to have a lot of overlap though because we listen to the same spotify playlist (laughs) and speaking of that Spotify playlist. If you're interested, I compiled a playlist of anime OPs, EDs, and key soundtracks, as well as like Japanese pop culture music as well. Uh, it's called 321 Let's Jam on Spotify. I think we have a link to it in our music channel on the Discord, so you can go to the pinned messages and find the link to that Spotify playlist if you are on the Discord. And this is just another plug to join the Discord for Strictly, the Strictly series if you haven't already done so. The link to do so is in the description. And again, strongly encourage everyone who has not listened to episode 57 of Strictly Anime to do so. It is that first our favorite anime openings and endings episode. We have so many bangers on there. So if you don't hear a specific song on this episode, you'll probably hear it on episode 57. So like Courtney said, we aren't privy to each other's lists. I'm sure they're going to be overlap, or there's going to be overlap. However, we told each other how many songs we had for OPs and EDs. In total, I think my lists for both are a little bit longer than yours, so I'm surprised. It's probably because you love music so much. Normally, mm-hmm. I have the like. Normally, I have lists that are twice the length of yours, but I'm not surprised for a music-based discussion that you're you're coming in with the longer list yes i guess this is my forte which is a music pun in itself so since (laughs) your list is longer you can start this with uh we'll go through ops first then we'll go through ed so do you want to kick us off with the first op on your list yeah i'm going to start us off strong with The Rumbling by Sim from Attack on Titan, The Final Season Part 2. I'm not surprised this is on your list. It's on my (laughs) list as well. It's so fucking good. Good. Because I know a lot of people, myself included, were hesitant when Attack on Titan, The Final Season was finally upon us, and we didn't get any OPs from Linked Horizon as per usual with Attack on Titan. But with Part 2, they came out with the rumbling and i think it just took the world by storm especially because i'm pretty sure and i think we discussed this in one of our attack on titan final season special episodes that this song ended up charting in the u.s um for 
heavy metal. I forget which which genre of music. Uh, but yeah, it definitely had an effect on the music world, and it shot Sim to kind of international stardom. And it's it's just a great song. I think it's like a, an anthem now for Attack on Titan fans. Nothing will ever be beat the anthem that is Shinzo Sasageo. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's the best way to describe this song uh, as part of the 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 culture of attack on titan but you know people always i feel like a lot of people always will quote that for opening line the rumbling rumbling um it, it's like a rallying cry i guess and i think my love for the song heightened even more after we watched sim perform it live for the very first time in the states at crunchyroll expo this past summer it was so good. They opened up their their show with the rumbling, and it was just so intense, so amazing, so beautifully done live. Because sometimes when you listen to an artist play something live, especially if the song's more like difficult or intense, it doesn't quite sound the same. But this sounded identical to what you get in the OP, and you could just feel the Attack on Titan vibes throughout the entire crowd. Yep, I guess visuals-wise, it's a very dark OP because... Well, it's the rumbling. That's yeah. all I'll say. Just that I won't spoil anything else, but it, it's the rumbling. I mean, to be honest, not like trying to spoil anything, but the title and the OP visuals are pretty damn spoilery anyway. The mm-hmm. lyrics are spoiler. The whole thing is one giant spoiler. So if you've listened to this or watched this, you you know what we're referring to. Well, the first OP on my list is one from an anime that I watched this year, but it did not premiere this year. And that is... IQ Season 2 OP2, Fly High by Burnout Syndromes. Wow, that's another one that we saw live. We did, <laughs> yeah. So similar to watching um, the rumbling play live by Sim at Crunchyroll Expo, we also saw Burnout Syndromes play, and they played Fly High not once, but twice. That's how we were flying even higher. <laughs> and to add to that, they played it back to back. So they closed their set with Fly High, and then they asked the audience when everyone was cheering Encore what sh- what song they wanted to hear, and everyone picked fly high so we literally heard fly high twice back to back it was so intense it was so good i enjoyed every last second of it and i i loved haikyuu season two i gave it a 10 out of 10 i haven't watched a ton of sports anime i'm still kind of new to it but i thought it was an absolutely amazing season and one of the best sports anime season i've seen so far and i feel like fly high really embraces the exact feeling you get when watching Haikyuu. Um, Not only season two, but just watching Haikyuu in general. Like the song is just a perfect fit. The visuals, I don't think they were the craziest visuals we've ever gotten from a Haikyuu OP, but they were still really good um, and played right into, you know, fucking volleyball. I don't know. What what do you show besides people playing volleyball when it's Haikyuu? But yeah, it it was a great song and it didn't, resonate with me immediately but it grew on me pretty quick and then i i pretty much fell in love with it after hearing it twice in a row live at crunchyroll expo and i, I haven't watched haikyuu at all but burnout syndromes has done most if not all of the ops for haikyuu correct 
they've done a good handful of them. Um, I think like I'm only on season three um, and they've had an OP like at least once a season. So they're pretty prominent in Haikyuu as far as like music goes. And they're just a, a great band overall as well. I love the song. Um, again, even though I haven't watched Haikyuu and <laughs> I guess... You know, watching them perform it twice at uh, Crunchyroll Expo made the song grow on me even more. Next on my list, you're going to find this surprising because <laughs> this is an anime that I did watch this year, or this OP is from an anime that I did watch this year, but I ended up dropping. Okay. <laughs> and that OP is... Midnight Dancer by Toshiki Masuda from Love of Kill. <laughs> oh, I, that fucking song. Okay. <laughs> where it starts off, I think this is the song where it starts off with that nice piano riff. Yeah, but okay, really quick for me, I like, I started off Love of Kill watching it at normal speed. It just got so boring for me that I watched it at two times speed. So imagine that piano riff at two times speed. It was just oh, so funny to listen to because <laughs> it was like so fast. So now every time I hear it, even though I hear it normal speed on the on the Spotify playlist, I can't help but hear it two times faster in my head. Yeah, I mean that just probably sounds like a bunch of noise, especially when the, the band so kicks funny. in. <laughs> um, but I think like I I put Love of Kill on hold because I did. I do want to finish it at some point. I guess maybe now that the year's winding down, like after catching up on seasonals, I can finish the show off. I think part of it was just I was so creeped out by the, the male male lead in the show. Yeah, he's I Really, the whole show kind of just got boring towards the end. Mm. But hey, if you want to finish it, all the power to you, because I did. I finished it at two times speed. <laughs> I mean... I'll probably rewatch this show just to listen to the OP. Um, I did add it to the Spotify playlist. Uh, again, I just, anytime I hear like a really intense piano rhythm in a song, I'm immediately drawn to it. And I, I think I especially love how it's like this kind of Latin infused, like big band, jazzy band feel to it. Uh, I, I'd say like that's not common as a, a genre of music that's used in anime, but I, I feel like it's probably the second most common now, having watched so many anime out there. Uh, and so, I, yeah, it's just unique enough to me that I love listening to it. I can't say much about the visuals because, again, I, I, I or I know I put Love of Kill on hold, but yeah, it was mostly the audio that I love about the OP. All right, next up on my list, I'm really excited about this one. You're going to be kind of confused. But the next song is... Hunter Hunter departure of course by ono masatoshi so <laughs> that's this was on my list that was the song i was referring to earlier <laughs> quick quick caveat though this might be a repeat from the initial 
OPs and EDs episode that we had because we started Hunter Hunter right before we recorded that episode, episode 57. But then we watched the bulk of Hunter Hunter in 2022. So technically, we can use Departure again if we already talked about it in the last iteration of this. And it's iconic anyway, so like, fuck it, I'm going to add it. <laughs> There's something about Departure that is just the most perfect, quintessential, like, old school cartoon feel um, for an anime opening. It is just so adventurous. It's so fun. It's so energetic. And I picture Gon's face every time I hear this, probably because of the album art on Spotify, which is just zoomed into his face and you mm -hmm. see those big ass eyes of his. And it's just like, it's it's Gon's vibe through and through. Yeah, like, like I said, this was what I referred to earlier about uh, one of the OPs that came from an anime that aired previously that we watched this year that is probably going to be in my top 10 of all time. Uh, I agree with what you said. Departure just has that nostalgic feel to it where it sounds like um, the, the opening to an anime or a cartoon that we would have watched growing up. Like those Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, maybe it's because they wanted it to be an homage to the fact that Hunter Hunter, like the manga and even the, the first anime adaptation came out in the 90s because it definitely has that 90s feel to it um and yeah i think like anytime this song comes on like it just immediately puts a smile on my face because uh, it's so upbeat and positive and <laughs> like you can smile right the, the one line um and or what's the one line you just go away <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's from the, in, like, the second the... verse yeah <laughs> which brings uh, brings up a question I had. Which version of the Departure OP do you like? I think the first one. The I think there's, there's three, technically three versions of it. Um, there's the two main ones that we know, but then there's like a third version. I, I was looking on four? Mount. Is oh, is there, there four? four? There, honestly, there's like there might four be, different yeah. arcs in the anime. Yeah, I can I see can... that. There might be four. I'm, tr I'm counting in my head. Wait, here, yeah. I'll, look up, I'll look it up on Mount because I do want to know. It's three. Oh. There's one version. You know what? I'm not even going to read these. There, there, there's so many episodes listed here because they're like spaced out. Um, but there's three versions. So yeah, I would say the my favorite is the original version, the first one. Okay. I, I thought for some reason there was one for each arc of Hunter Hunter. Um, there is. I mean, they do play Departure after the final episode. So it is listed on the EDs as well. Mm. So maybe I could put this on my ED <laughs> list again. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I probably say the first one too because that's the most iconic one um i do like that hunter hunter has used this op repeatedly um, instead of changing it up which has made the song even more iconic and you know that's that's rare in anime of course because you have rotating ops like every season it is rare and i hope you know fingers crossed we get more hunter hunter in the future and i would love and i really hope that they continue to use departure as like the permanent op for anything hunter hunter moving forward moving on to my next favorite op which is Kyokaizen, which translates to Boundary Line by Amazarashi from 86 Part 2. Oh, is that the one with the guy who sings weird? Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> yes. It is a good song, but the way he sings is always so weird to me. I think uh, they did one of the My Hero openings, one of the first ones. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. They did. But this is one of the rare occasions where I actually enjoy the second OP of an anime more than the first one. I think the first one was like, it was called like three minutes, 29 seconds. I fucking love that song. It's yeah. so good. It was good. It's, it was just too erratic for my musical tastes. I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this one, I, it feels like your, your typical anime rock OP. But I like that it has, it's less erratic, I guess, but it has that tinge of hope to it, especially with seeing the stuff that happens to the, the characters at this part of uh, the 86 story. Um, and it, it especially makes me think of two, two characters in particular and how their story plays out in the end. And again, leading to that, that tinge of hope. You do bring up a good point that most of the time, it's always the first OP that is the best OP for any anime. And it might just be because that's what we strongly associate with that show because, again, it was the first one that we heard. But for some reason, it's always like the first OP they pick is a fucking banger and the rest are like really good, but they're never quite as good. Now, of course, it's not always the case. Um, there there are some really good like secondary or tertiary OPs, but yeah, it's kind of interesting that most people vibe the most with the first OP to any anime. I mean, it's the one that kind of hooks you in and like it becomes that catchy thing. And so like a lot of us aren't used to to change. So whenever we hear like a second OP, we're kind of caught off guard. But yeah, like this one was just an audible pleasure to listen to compared to the three minutes and 29 seconds, which I think I specified in our 86 part one review, the song's the song's full version is actually three minutes and 30 seconds. The biggest troll. Like, why'd they do that? They just had to cut back one second. Next on my list is another one that you might be, like, scratching your head about because this anime came out a long time ago, but it is... Udarara OP1 Uragiri no Yuyake by Theater Brook. Now, let me explain this one. Oh. This, yeah. Okay. You like this song. Even though you haven't, you haven't seen it, I know you like this song. It's on, you put it on the playlist. Um, this, I don't know, it might be a repeat again from episode 57 of Strictly Anime, but technically I can put this on the list because I rewatched Dudarara in 2022 and I watched the specials, the OVA, for the first time this year. So I can, by our rules that we set, I can still add this on there. And I really love it. I love how it starts with the dum dum the dum yeah. that drum beat. The whole song is a fucking vibe. And like the visuals are great. And one thing I appreciate about Dudarara and the other anime from the same creator, um, Bakano, is that they incorporate the episode recap into the OP and it's absolutely seamless. So you know how like there's like shonen recap syndrome or just like any anime will tell you like previously on this this show we had all this shit and most of the time you end up skipping the recap especially if you have Netflix and they have a button for that. But here they actually put the recap right into the OP and it works so well that you don't mind watching it. And for a, a show as complex as Durarara or Bakano, 
it actually is really helpful to watch the recap. So I just thought that was such a smart decision. And I've never seen any other anime do that. Um, and I just think I just think it's so unique to this show in particular. And I I think that's why it, it's, a, it's such a great OP visually to me. Definitely cuts down on episode runtime. Or not episode runtime, because most episodes are like 22 to 24 minutes. But I feel like recaps take up a good chunk of that especially and plus the the op so having it kind of like interspersed with the op you get more quality time with the episode yeah because some recaps are super long they take up such a large amount of the runtime for that episode but here because it's embedded in the op and it's the same amount of like seconds or same amount of bars in the song they have to fit the entire recap in a specific amount of time so you know you're always going to get like a 10 second recap for example like every single time well since you brought up durarara i will follow up with my next favorite op from 2022 which is from a show that aired previously which is guns and roses by Paradise Lunch from Bacano. You like? Oh, okay. I'm surprised. <laughs> Wait, this is it. Is this one on the Spotify playlist? No. Okay. <laughs> because well, it's because I don't think it's available on Spotify, so I'd have to locally download it. I mean, I think there are covers on Spotify of this but the song. The covers are never as good. Yeah, that's what I found. They're, they're because, never because yeah, you can kind of tell that they they probably used a an audio program. To, to try and recreate the song but you know sometimes you just need the live version or the actual version um yeah this one's kind of odd because it's called guns and roses but it's not the it's not the band guns and roses that's performing it it's just this i guess jazz band called paradise lunch i will admit and we had a review on bacano i was not fond of bacano i think it was just too confusing for my liking but I did enjoy listening to this song whenever every episode opened up. So then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, you watch Bacchanos, so even if you didn't watch Do Da Da Da, you still get that vibe of like them trying to take the OP and make it useful by reminding yeah. you who all the fucking characters are because there's so mm. many characters. Yeah. So not just like the, the recap that they do embedded into the OP. But yeah, just a reminder of the cast of characters in the show. Because every anime obviously has a a ginormous cast and it's always confusing remembering who looks like what or who's who's what's name or all of that shit. Uh, but this one's funny because for the visuals, it reminds me of, you know, like those 80s or 90s sitcoms where they would open up with characters who... Like, look at the camera, and then it would show the actor's name or the character's name. That's what Bacchino reminds me of. <laughs> uh, so, again, very helpful to keep tabs on the characters in the show. And, of course, like, with the instrumental itself um, being of that big band jazzy nature, it, it kind of reminds me of Tank from Cowboy Bebop. But it's I think it's appropriate for this show because Bacchino mainly takes place in the early 1900s like the 1920s or so yeah it has that gangster feel to yeah it. so the genre is fitting of that time period which just enhances my enjoyment of this op the next op on my list is 
Season 2, Pink Blood by Utada Hikaru. That's right. They use the same fucking OP. Oh, they did? And it's a fucking <laughs> banger. And I remember how how huge the news was for To Your Eternity, to Your Eternity Season 1 when we found out that the OP was by Utada. I was like, no fucking way. She's my like one of my idols. I, I, I adore her. I love all of her music. I've loved her forever. Um, so the fact that they kept Pink Blood <laughs> and we get to listen to it again. We talked earlier about how a lot of anime don't reuse uh, a certain or like a single song for a longer run in their shows. Mm-hmm. Here they're like, fuck it. It's Utada. We're going to use Pink Blood. It's going to be amazing. Wow. Okay. I- I'll be honest. I-, I haven't started to your eternity. So I, I thought it was just going to be in a completely new OP. Actually, side story, when we were in Japan... Yeah, we were just relaxing in our hotel room for the evening. I was just flipping through the, the Japanese TV channels, and I happened to catch an anime on. So I was like, oh, what's this? Obviously, there were no subtitles, uh, so I had no clue what they were saying. But then I realized it was an episode, a new episode of To Your Eternity. So I immediately changed the channel so that, of course, we wouldn't get spoiled by anything. Yeah, um, I remember that. And I also remember when MTV Japan that was also on our hotel tv did like a throwback segment and it was all utada hikaru for two hours Mm -hmm. and i just laid in bed watching every single music video that she has ever come out with since the start of her career and i was like this is great this is great but uh, yeah that's cool that they kept uh utada's song um for the second season of to your eternity again that's a rarity in anime but it is a very good song and it's it's utada of course one thing i remember from season one's op is that the visuals were full of spoilers and lies like that's just like one thing i, I <laughs> have never gotten over with two eternities like they put their visuals they, they put a bunch of spoilers and lies in their op visuals next up on my list i have <laughs> That's right. Koiwa Explosion or Love is Explosion by Masayoshi Oishi and Yukari Tamura from Love After World Domination. I have this one on my list as well. It's so much fun. <laughs> Love is World Domination was such a stupid, fun show. Love, to... love After World Domination. What did I say? Love is World oh. Domination. Oh, yeah. Love is and Love is After World Domination. Uh, or as you like to call, Laud. Laud, L-A-W-D, <laughs> Laud. It was just a stupid, fun show to watch this year, and the OP was equally as stupid and <laughs> as funny. Uh, it has that sort of, what do you call it, like, almost like a 70s disco vibe to it. I keep thinking of Sonny and Cher. Yeah, like I can when see I that. hear this song, because yeah, it's a duet by, I, I want to say it's the, the two leads. I could be wrong, or maybe it's just these two japanese artists uh but i just love that feel to it again it's it's a genre that you don't see in anime um but 
perfectly encapsulates the outrageous nature of this love or like this love this romantic comedy the visuals are good i like the super sentai stuff and kind of how they introduce all of the characters but really the the song steals the show it is so fucking like infectious and energetic especially when the singers start harmonizing during the chorus yeah. that part gets me every time like ooh, that is so good and it is about a like super sentai or what we call like tokusatsu like that genre of like action um that you see in japanese pop culture uh but you know they didn't decide to make it like a, a power rangers uh inspired theme that'd be crazy though <laughs> yeah, yeah but again it's just this this fun little melody i think i love this song even more because there is a a different version of this op that plays during the season that includes a third character that just makes the song even funnier that was great it was so unexpected and so hilarious so next on my list is one that you're not going to be surprised by at all. You being you, Carl. And that is... Spy Family OP1. There it is. <laughs> Mixed there nuts. There it is. By official Hige Dandism. So I had this on my list, but I knew that I should give this to you to introduce. <laughs> I So first of all, I fucking love official Hige Dandism. I've become obsessed with them this year. And I think it was first through their Tokyo Avengers opening. But then when they came out with Mixed Nuts, I was like, damn, I just there's something about this band I really like. So I finally tapped into their um their music um there's two albums in particular i really like which is traveler i think an editorial if i'm remembering the names correctly but i've just become hooked on them i love everything that they do and so mixed nuts resonates with me even more because i love their music so much and i think that this song and the visuals evokes all the right vibes about spy family like it's upbeat and catchy and and the first part of the visuals it's very like stylized and cartoony all of that matching anya and then the second half when the chorus hits has that great espionage feel to it and it switches back to the actual anime's art style and that's exactly like what you'd expect when you think about lloyd and your peanuts me yeah, the tiny. peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's you know, Spy Family is a, is a great show, and you know, like it, it's obviously it's supposed to be within the espionage genre, mixed in with comedy, and so I think like big band up tempo was the right choice for this op by Higedan uh, because it. it kind of fits in with the time period although i don't think there's an official time period for spy family because it's a like a fictional it has like that location. 1960s feel to it yeah and so that again up tempo big band music fits in well with that period um and again it's it's a goofy song it's a good song and it's it's very goofy and aloof which blends in well with what spy family is all about and shout out to the drummer in the song like they are doing fucking work they are uh, just yeah. going at it i don't know what the fuck they're doing but it sounds great next up on my list might be another surprise because it is from an anime that i watched from 2022 that i wasn't 
hot about, but that OP is... Break It Down by Sota Hanamura from The Ice and Lil Fang from Fakey from Orient Part 2. It sounded like you just named a bunch of rappers <laughs> or rap artists or whatever. Like I was like, what are you talking about? But I, I'm familiar with The Ice. Yeah. Um, I, I know they've done one piece of songs because our friend Rob sends me songs that they've done for one piece. I think openings or endings. Um, Orient is that just mid-tier guilty pleasure maybe not a guilty pleasure but i just watch just for the sake of watching a mid anime um you're so nice about it you call it mid i think it's garbage <laughs> i dropped the first <laughs> half because i just i couldn't handle it it was so bad yeah because nothing really at least i think nothing sticks out about this show uh although part two did feature tomokazu sugita so that was a definite plus for orient um so that kept that kept me hooked into watching and here is another rare occasion where i think the second op is better than the first op um i can't say anything particular particular about the visuals because you know it's visuals from it uh shown in as you would expect like crazy action sequences or or whatever reflections of a character's backstory all that shit um and it's it's a typical rock song i guess it's a it's a duet between a male and female vocal lead uh but it's something about the melody and the rhythm just get me that's it <laughs> <laughs> next up on my list is um going to be a repeat anime but this one is <laughs> Spy Family OP2, Souvenir by Bump of Chicken. Really? I really like it. It grew on me very, very fast. It has a completely different feel from the first OP, Mixed Nuts. And I don't think it evokes any sort of like espionage feel or anything like that. It has more of like like the family focus. I think that's the difference between Mixed Nuts, the first OP, and the second OP, Souvenir, is that Mixed Nuts, again, was focused on like the premise, um, this espionage stuff, the 1960s stuff. But then Souvenir comes in and focuses more on the family aspect of spy. Well, there you go. Mixed Nuts is about the spy aspect oh, and Souvenir okay. is about the family aspect can, of spy family. I can appreciate that. And also, okay, I love the visuals. I think the animation is stunning. I love the colors, the the way that um, Wit Studio and uh, Cloverworks or whoever worked on the OP um, uses like light in in the visuals the way like light comes in and out of the frames i'm really bad at describing it but hopefully someone understands what i'm saying but really my favorite part of all of it is when those claps come in in the chorus and the song just fucking takes off i love that part so much i feel like when you were describing light um it's like how people describe ray tracing i was gonna say ray tracing but it's not technically ray tracing i think (laughs) um yeah, I, I would say the visuals for the second OP of Spy Family, they definitely kick it up a notch compared to the first one. Um, I'm not so hot on this song. 
just because it, it, I think it doesn't feel like Spy Family, but after listening to your explanation, I can see why they went for a quote-unquote more chill version for the second part. Next time you listen to it, just just embrace the clapping in the background of the chorus. Like That is like, <laughs> that sells me every time. Yeah, I think what's also kind of unique but quirky about the song is when the guy goes into, the singer goes into like the falsetto voice. Uh, and I think there's a visual of Anya running with the clapping and him singing that falsetto part. Yeah. Uh, which I always, that always makes me chuckle a bit. Uh, and I I remember hearing this all across Japan uh, when we were there. Like, they were played in anime stores and even in Famimart, the, the, the Japanese convenience store, the konbini, I would hear this play randomly too. It's so good. You can like play it in any situation and it fits. All right. So my next OP, I'm surprised it's it's only just been brought up on either of our lists, but that is Stone Ocean by Ichigo from Kishida Kyodan and the Akaboshi Rockets from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean because they used the same OP for part two that came out this year. So good. So good. It's a really perfect fit for Stone Ocean and for Jolene. Yeah, especially with the with them using the singer Ichigo. I believe she is a huge JoJo fan. And so what better person to sing the OP for a JoJo part than a, an actual JoJo fan. She sang the OP for High School of the Dead. Is that right? Yes, that band Kishida Kyodan and the Akeboshi Rockets. Yeah, they did that OP. I think that was on my list for um, our first OPs and EDs episode. So yeah, good stuff. Visuals wise, like it, it's it's uh, JoJo CGI opening and everyone always appreciates it. I think my only qualm with the second OP, which again uses this song, is that they didn't really change up the visuals, even though part two incorporates a different arc and different characters. But it was always a pleasure to listen to this because you can never skip a JoJo opening. Next OP on my list is... My Dress Up Darling, San San Days by Spira Spica. I don't know if I'm saying that name correctly, but San San Days. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. I <laughs> I loved My Dress Up Darling. One of my favorites this year. Marin Kitagawa has become my all-time waifu. I just, I love everything about this show. And while a lot of OPs, like the songs and visuals, do a good job of evoking the feeling of a show, very few of them are an absolute perfect representation of the anime or of a character. This OP, both song and visuals, it's literally the definition of Marin Kitagawa. It's just so perfect for who she is. Mm -hmm. Like if you were to take her and put her or turn her into a song, it's this fucking song. Especially with like the, like in the beginning, I don't know what, you're, you're gonna have to help me describe it, but in the beginning when like the notes kind of like crescendo up, 
and then okay, like hit yeah, that. there's like that chord progression with the yeah. strings yeah like, yeah like, na, na, na. yeah and yeah. then it just like hits those notes at the top and then the song like really kicks in with the first verse and like that shit is so good that is so modding this song is just so fucking happy yeah <laughs> that's that's how i describe it even I've, I've watched the singer perform it live. I've seen TikToks of her performing it live. And she's just like, she's just smiling as she's singing it. Like, <laughs> it's it's kind of creepy. But <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, yeah, it, it fits in with the vibe of the, vibe of the show. Um, so it's not my personal favorite, but again, it's appropriate for uh, Marin. You can't not think of modding kitagawa and not think of the song or vice versa which i think is what makes me appreciate it so much like when you have that perfect match of an op to the anime it just all comes together so well my next one you're probably gonna cringe at but that op is Kawaki wo Ameku by Minami from Domestic Girlfriend. Oh my god, I knew. I was like, I, I had a feeling this one was going to make it on your list. I'm like, I, I'm going to hear this one, aren't I? I, I can hear our patron Hernstrom cheering as he hears me announce this. <laughs> uh, this one, too, it's, it's just that opening piano riff with the, the, soft, um, the, the soft voice of the singer. And I'm pretty sure we played this in our. Did we play this in our pre in our op, our first op and ed episode? I don't know because I actually don't like the song, so it would not have been on my list. No, I I, I remember we played a clip of it at, at some point, uh, at our patron Hernstrom's request, uh, and yeah, it, it got me hooked. I think listening to that that first time got me hooked into watching the show. Uh, just because I, I appreciated the music, and I, I know it, I kind of make fun of it because it sounds a lot like if you m- mashed up this song and Unravel from Tokyo Ghoul. Oh my god, they work really well together. <laughs> they do. Um, but yeah, it's just that that sort of angsty teenage, uh, forlorn love song <laughs> that just rings throughout this op. We should share the link to um, that mashup on YouTube. We'll share it in the Discord because yeah, the the domestic girlfriend mashup with the Tokyo Ghoul OPs like it it works almost too well. <laughs> the visuals though kind of caught me off guard because it's so dramatic, and so I I thought domestic like I knew domestic girlfriend was gonna be a, a dumpster fire like going into it. But I was expecting it to be more of like a like a soap opera, like a drama. Yeah. Well, like we end up getting some of that, but it just felt a little bit more quirky than what this OP is trying to convey. Yeah, it does have a lot more like comedy slice of life elements than drama scenes. I would say. Next OP on my list. I don't think it's going to be on your list, but um, you're not going to be surprised that it's on mine. That is. Ranking of Kings OP2. 
Hadaka no Yusha by Vondi. Oh, it's yeah, the you more love like moody, emotional one. I honestly hated the song when I first heard it because it's so different from the first OP. But it very quickly grew on me when I watched a few times when I paired it with the visuals. And I think what gets me the most with this OP is I just love how emotionally earnest the song is. Like you can feel the intensity um, behind the way the lead singer is singing the song. And then when I listen to it and see that moment from the visuals where Queen Healing is hugging baby Boji and like crying, I get fucking chills. Plus the animation throughout this entire um, OP, they're absolutely insane. And it's kind of similar to Spy Family where I was talking about like the way they use light and colors in this OP. It's maybe not so much about the light in this, but the way they use motion because the camera's always sort of like swaying back and forth in each of the shots into the frames. And so you kind of just feel like there's this constant motion happening. It's always leading up to something. And it's just a really cool OP. Like I, I love pulling it up on YouTube and watching it because I think this these sets of visuals paired with the song is just a perfect blend. I'll admit I, I prefer the first OP from Ranking of Kings by uh, by King Nu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the song was called Boy. Uh, but I appreciate this one because it has that, that uh, feeling of perseverance, which fits in well with what Boji's trying to achieve in the show. And like you said, mixed in with the visuals of, of him, especially being embraced by Queen Healing, it, it does tug at the heartstrings. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I appreciate this song. I will admit, though, the first OP boy is a better fit for the show. Like, that's that's the vibe that you, you get when you watch the show is the vibe that that OP has. Plus, the title is perfect. Yeah, I would say the first OP is like happy-go-lucky, but this song feels more heroic. So it, well, it that's fits, a good way to describe yeah, it. It fits yeah. Ranking of Kings in both ways. So before we switch to your list, I do want to clarify that I have one more song on my OP list, but I am 110 to 150 to 200% sure this song is going to be on your list, and I want mm. you to be the one to share it. <laughs> so we're going to skip my last one, and we're just going to go through the rest that you have on your list. Okay, because I have six left, <laughs> and I I have a feeling that the last one I'm going to mention is the same song that you're thinking of. We're like on the same wavelength. I think I think we <laughs> we both know what's going on here. So I'll I'll, I'll go on a little bit of a speed run here, but the next OP that I have on my list is. That's right. From the fall 2022 season, it's Made Daikaiten, which I think translates to Made, Gi Made Giant Slalom by the Ton Tokoton staff from Akiba Made War. Is this the one that goes like <laughs> Ton Ton or whatever? There's like one of the songs from one of the anime that you're watching that has like a funny sound to it. Remember I was laughing really hard when you were watching it? Are you thinking of Chimimo? Oh, maybe. Wait, yeah, maybe it was TV Mo. <laughs> no, it's not that. Although you bring that up, that would have been a nice honorable mention. I do love the Chimi Mo opening. <laughs> maybe that's, yeah, I think that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, oh, this is cute. What are they saying? <laughs> okay, yeah, no, this is not. I mean, this is, this has parts of it that are cutesy, but Akiba Made Wars OP, 
I've been trying to convince you to watch this show because it's, it's on my so list. Good. I just haven't started yet. I promise I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'll do that for you. Because <laughs> uh, like watching the OP, it's going to have you like, what the fuck? Because it sounds like an opening, like an opening song for a fighting game, like Tekken. I'm thinking of specifically because it has that sort of dark techno feel to it. But what's funny is that the music is interspersed with dialogue from the maids working at Ton Tokoton. And I think they're doing like typical maid cafe greetings and phrases like, welcome in. Uh, Master. And, and here's like your omurai. <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, which again, like the dark music mixed in with the, the maid talk fits with the premise of the show. And I don't even know how I can describe the premise of this show and, until it the song just bursts into this typical thing that you think you'd hear at a maid cafe. Uh, so it goes from being brooding and mysterious to all-out kawaii and joy. Uh, and the the visuals are reflective of that too. It's almost like the opening to a, a murder mystery and then watching a maid cafe performance. This sounds like it's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I, I highly recommend you watch Akiba Made War. Next up on my list uh, is a song that uh, is from an anime that I watched this year that I think wrapped up this year as well, but it's from the first season. And that OP is... Love Dramatic by Masayuki Suzuki from Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 1. Uh-oh. Love is War, Love is War, Oh, okay, I do war. know that one, yeah. Not the, what was it? Daddy, Daddy. I was going to ask about that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I've only watched Kaguya-sama Season 1 so far, and it did wrap up this year, right? Or I think they're coming out with a movie. Some, like, crazy season came out, and everyone's been raving about it. I don't know. I, yeah. I dropped it after three episodes. Well, well, <laughs> I enjoyed it, um, and I have yet to catch up to the hype, but you know, <laughs> getting to watch each episode opening with this song was such a treat. Uh, because it's again, it's it's different, uh, still within that big band of anime music genre, uh, but I I always loved dancing to or not dancing to this, but dancing vibing to it, um, especially singing along with the love is war, love is war, um, at the end. I do remember also on MTV Japan when we were um just like hanging out in the hotel room in Japan, uh that the daddy daddy do music video came on and i was like what the fuck i did yeah. not expect the lead singer to look like that <laughs> i think it's the same lead singer that did this first op oh okay um i'm not sure if he also did the one for season three i would figure so but maybe someone can correct me on that next op i have this is another one this is one that we both watched this year that aired previously although this also has a season that is currently out and this might be a bit of a surprise to you but that op is you 
99.9 by the Mob Choir from Mob Psycho 102. It's not a surprise. You love this song. <laughs> yeah. Here's another case. And there are a few cases in my list of OPs where I love the second OP more than the first. Your favorite part is when Reagan is like throwing pocket yeah, salt. Yeah, it's like that carousel in the beginning <laughs> where it has like Mob and I think Ritsu and they're rotating and then, yeah, you see Reagan just digging into his pocket and throwing salt. I just think it's so funny. I like the part where like they're like they kind of pop up on screen and then they fall and as they're falling, like they their faces, their facial expressions change, like they're shocked. I don't know something uh, about that. Oh yeah, like really the roller cool. coaster shot. Yeah, that one's really cool. And I mean, Mob Psycho 100 OPs across the board have some of the best and like most insane visuals mm-hmm. um, of any anime recently. So shout out to all of them. But yeah, this one is really good. Yeah, psychedelic visuals and song wise, I think it. I feel like it's more hype than. I think the first song was 99. Is that what it was called? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, so same same choir, I guess, because they, they use the mob choir for all these openings. But something about this one where it's it's more up-tempo and it, it fits in with like mob's nature where it ends like one of the key lines is your life is your own. So again, him getting used to who he is and and the special characteristics about him. I don't know. I, th- I feel like the music for this one is a lot more hype than the first one. Just a couple more on my list. Uh, next up is is an, from an anime that aired previously uh, that I kind of returned to. And the OP for that one is... Scramble by Yui Hori Horie with Unscandal from School Rumble Season 1. That's such a good song. <laughs> it's so good. And that reminds me of our our first time going to Japan. Yes. That is exactly why I put it on this list. Because <laughs> uh, when we first went to Japan, like sometimes I would fall asleep with the TV on and I forget which channel was playing it, but they would do a School Rumble they were doing a school rumble marathon, so I literally could... every single night the entire time we were there. Was yeah. School rumble was great, and I would always hear this subconsciously while I was sleeping, and so I finally got around to watching School Rumble season one this year, and <laughs> here again another big band song for a rom com that just fits so well, um, and it just it puts a smile on my face my face every time I listen to it. It's so much fun. It's just like a really fun song with great vibes and has like a nice energy to it. And it has that, silly. I don't know. Yeah. It, it has that feel of like a 2000s anime opening too. Yeah, it does. Next song is from an anime we watched this year that aired very much previously. And that OP is... Ureshi Namida by Noriko Sakai from Video Girl Eye. And so I have to give credit to our friends from Otaku Host Club 
who invited us, I think on their Valentine's Day episode to watch this OVA um, that got me hooked on this, this like 90s bop. Yeah, you love this one. I think the second that we heard this OP, you're like, I'm adding it to the Spotify playlist. And it's a really good song. And the Video Girl Eye in general was um, a really good watch. Very unexpected. And I know we talked a lot about how it confirmed that the rom-com genre has literally not changed in anime since the 80s. But uh, it gave us a really good song. Yeah, I just love it because being a 90s kid brings me back to that era kind of like uh, when I watched Marmalade Boy last year and listening to that OP it gives me the same feelings listening to uh, the opening from Video Girl Eye and even visuals obviously it's in that 90s animation style so everything about this OP is just very nostalgic for me did I say 80s I meant 90s it came out like super early in the 90s right yeah, the OVA came out, um, I think, in 1992. Okay. I don't know why I keep thinking 80s, but close enough. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the manga started serialization in 89. So it was on that cusp, I guess, between the 80s and 90s. But yeah, the, the shoo-be-doo-wop, shoo-be-doo-wop. <laughs> and last OP on my list, which I'm pretty sure you have, is... Absolutely fucking right. It's Chiki Chiki Bon Bon by Queendom from Ya Boy Kong Ming. There it is. That's the one I was saving. Yeah, on my list as well. Or also known as Paripi Kome. <laughs> what can I say? This is my anime vibe for 2022. I found Ya Boy Kong Ming on a whim while going through Mal's seasonal list. I think it was for the was it for the spring. Yes, came out April 2022. Um, and it's kind of that, that fish-out-of-water comedy. I guess like a you could consider it a reverse isekai. Uh, but like what, <laughs> just watching the visuals of this, it, it's like you're looking at a... What is it? Like a, like a DDR visual when it, it's playing in the background and you're, you're trying to follow the controls or something. It's kind of like, like... It's just madness. It's like an EDM music video that's just yeah, so that fucking too. hype. Mm-hmm. Like, the this OP came out of nowhere and took all of us by surprise, and it has no business being this fucking good, but I just think that other music videos wish they could slap as hard as this OP. It's so good, and we even learned the dance because it's just... It's such a good song to like vibe <laughs> yeah. to and i love that little dance that they do especially when echo is like doing like a chicken walk yeah I think that's, the that's funniest so good thing. um but yeah we, we learned a little bit of the dance that kong ming and echo and the group that whole uh was it the shibuya group you know i think the most of the show takes place in shibuya and shout out to the original Hungarian song. We should we'll, we'll play like a really quick clip of that song because that's actually where this OP song came from. And I don't know if a lot of people know that. So here's a clip of it. Jam, jam, 
Yeah, so this is the Eurobeat song Buliki Rally by the Hungarian singer Jolly, which, what a random song for them to do a cover of, but I think it, it shot this song back into, or maybe it shot this song into international stardom now. So I'm sure Jolly is, is pretty happy about that. I'd love to hear the story behind how they went from like this Hungarian EDM song to, I guess, like the the remake or whatever you would call it the 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 anime version of it um like what, what was the the journey they went on to to decide that this was going to be the song that they use yeah so if this isn't bumping at your anime new year's eve parties i will be sorely ashamed like if this were to come on in a club or at like an anime convention rave I would immediately run to the dance floor. Which version do you like better? The anime version or the original Hungarian version? That's a good question. I feel like I have to be in a different vibe to get into each. Um, I want to say, I'm going to say the anime version. <laughs> I, for I think, me, it's the anime version. Yeah. I mean, both are really good, but yeah, I like the anime version. Better. I think if we were with our like anime friends or like our con fan friends, I would vibe with the anime version. If I were with my normie friends, which I've introduced Buliki Rally to my normie friends, I would vibe to this song if we were hanging out. And that completes our list of OPs. So now on to the EDs. How many do you have on your list? I think you have slightly more than I do. I have nine. And who knows if we'll have overlap here. <laughs> oh, I have nine as well. Okay. Well, let's keep it going. You can start us off with the EDs. All right. So the first ED I have on my list is... Comedy by Gen Hoshino from Spy Family. So the first ED of Spy Family. That's a good one. That's that's a vibe. It's a vibe. Uh, it's a nice chill. Like it's a nice song to just chill out to at the end of a Spy Family episode. I also didn't know that like Gen Hoshina voiced Buddha uh, in uh, Saint Onisan, which we watched last oh, year. Oh yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, I, I I learned this year that he's an actual singer. <laughs> so it was a kind of a surprise that he was chosen to do the ED for first part of spy family uh and yeah i just love the chill vibes to this song and i love that the visuals focus on anya i think it mm -hmm. works so well um because she's she may not be like the main main character like maybe lloyd's the main character but really she's the main character in all of our hearts yeah and it's sweet just seeing her get to enjoy family life after being an orphan uh, and especially with it concluding with her going to bed like it, that's just, just just the sweetest thing. All right, so first ED that I have on my list might be kind of out of left field, but it's Chisa Nate no Hira by Koto Ringo from Kotaro Lives Alone. Really? Yeah, I, I know, don't this remember. This, this one's one. unexpected, but there's a reason that I love it. 
Um, the song is like, it's good. It's not amazing. Um, it's a perfect fit for Kotaro Lives Alone. But there's like this subtle eeriness to the song. Even though on the surface it sounds light and bubbly, you kind of get like almost uncomfortable a little bit when you're listening to it. And I feel like that's a great match for this anime. I'm not going to spoil anything about the show, but if you've watched it, you ca you can probably understand what I mean because there are some, I'll call them surprising elements to Kotaro Lives Alone that you would not expect when you first watch it. And so I feel like the show, uh, the ED song sort of has that feeling. Plus the visuals change slowly over the course of the show, adding mm -hmm. more and more characters that are kind of introduced in his life, showing like the growing cast, but also like his growing family, I guess you could call it. And that means so much for this show. Like that might seem pretty simple. Other anime have probably done that. But for this show, that is like super, super important. And I guess this would be the perfect opportunity to say to those of you who haven't yet to go and watch Kotaro Lives Alone on Netflix. It is one of the more surprising anime from this year. And it, it left me kind of speechless after watching it. Uh, so definitely encourage you listeners out there to go and see it because who knows, you might feel the same way. Next ED that I have on my list is from an anime that I'm currently watching that you aren't watching that I've previously mentioned. And that ED is... Made no Komori Uta, or Made Lullaby, by Rina Sato as the character Ranko Manen from Akiba Made War. Man, I really gotta watch this, huh? Yes, this is just just as with the OP, the ED is also unexpected. Uh, this feels like a a slow love ballad that you would he hear at like a karaoke bar being sung by like one of the older uncles or uh, older aunts because it's the character Ranko who's singing this song. Uh, visuals wise, it's also kind of reminds me of a, a karaoke video where, you know, it has like random shots of like nature scenery um, also mixed in with shots of the maids at Don Tokoton. Um, it's how like, it's such a weird choice of song to put at the end of an already weird show but i i fuck with it next ed on my list um is gonna be a pretty big one i don't think it's gonna be on your list but you won't be surprised it's on mine and that is Attack on Titan, the final season, Akuma no Ko by Ai Higuchi. Oh, yeah. It's not on my list. Child of Evil, I think it's translated to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it is about the song, but I think it's absolutely beautiful. For a show like Attack on Titan that is often so depressing and so complex and so political, this song feels like a, a reminder that hope is out there. It has like this inspirational and uplifting feel to it, especially in the chorus. 
And it's just a nice change of pace because if you think about the history of OPs and EDs in Attack on Titan, none have really felt this way before. Like you've you've gotten some slower EDs and whatnot, but they usually have more of a um, somber feel to them. I don't know if that's the right word, but here it's like, it's uplifting and, and there, it's like, it moves you. And that paired with the visuals of Aaron, and, and that's all you get is Aaron. I think it's it's just a great match. I forgot this one too has a, a nice piano melody to it. Um, I, I I won't say I forgot about it, but it is a it is a unique song, like you said, from Attack on Titan uh, to play at the end of an episode. And it's not only like uplifting in its feel; it does have um, some eeriness to it. Some um, I don't know, like some some creepiness to it in the verses. So it has that nice blend of like what you'd expect from an Attack on Titan song, but what you wouldn't expect from, a, from an Attack on Titan song. Next ED I have on my list, which I think might be on yours as well, is... Forgive me for letting you down. Forgive me for letting you down again. I guess I'm a strong enough. Let You Down by David Pociadwo from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Good job on pronouncing that name. <laughs> I would <laughs> not a, have been able to. <laughs> I only know because it's it's a Polish uh, music artist, and I'm I'm familiar with how to pronounce, uh, I guess, Polish letters, thanks to a, a high school best friend of mine. So, uh, but yeah, Let You Down um, has that, you know, it has the cyberpunk vibe to it where it, it's like that slow EDM fits in very well thematically with the show and visuals wise. What's the name of the the main female lead? Lucy. Lucy. Lucy, right? It's yes. Lucy. You're asking yeah. the one person who's terrible <laughs> with names and titles. That one took me a second. It's Lucy. <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm starting to get terrible with names, but I know like a lot of the visuals kind of focus on her story and her background uh so i think those two things matched together yeah th- they fit well with the story of lucy and david martinez is that the cyberpunk yes <laughs> protagonist <laughs> oh man i'm losing my mind yes david martinez um so it just everything works well with this ed I agree. This one was on my list as well. It's such a fucking good song. You talk about a song that slaps, a song that just has like a fucking good vibe. It's this song. Everything about it is fantastic. And the visuals for the ED match perfectly with the aesthetic of cyberpunk edge runners. Um, And I, I think it was a smart choice as well to have this ED be focused on Lucy and her story just because her story seems to match the feel of the song and the fact that it's in english we can confidently say that the lyrics are very much um tied to the story itself all right so next ed on my list is Case Study of Vanita Season 1, OP1, Zero by LMYK. I don't know. It's 
four letters l m y k i think you know this one because i put it on the spotify playlist yeah it's like the yeah this song is i would describe it as sexy it's smooth it's cool and it just really matches that be shonen feel of this anime or maybe it's more like be because i think they're a little bit older but either way i i think it's uh, another really good match and the song itself is just so good like the previous one let you down from cyberpunk edge cyberpunk edge runners this song is just so fucking good that even if i had never seen the case study of vanitas i would still love the song and put it on a playlist immediately all right, next on my list of favorite EDs for 2022. This is an interesting one uh, because that ED is... Roundabout by Yes from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean. Don't you love how we're being so technical about our own rule? <laughs> like technically, yes, this is a 2022 song. So technically, yes, you can use it. Yeah. And I th- this song is synonymous with JoJo for many reasons. Uh, but the way that it's presented in Stone Ocean is is very unique. And that's all I will say about why I think this ED was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's it's always going to be an absolute banger of an ED. One of the best ED in my opinion. All right, so I'm going hard with this next one. Um, and it's from an anime we've already talked about, so you'll understand why I'm putting it on our list now. But that ED is... Hunter Hunter ED1, Just Awake by Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, this wasn't on my list. What? But... This one is so good. <laughs> this one, it's so erratic. <laughs> That's why it's good. Like, this song makes no sense. It's EDM. It's screamo. If you listen to the full version of the song, there's a jazz break in the middle. It's crazy. Like, I don't know what they were thinking, but it all worked so well together. And I like the visuals. I think the visuals, like, there's something spectacular about them. But they're fun to watch because I I particularly love the part where the four main characters are falling down the cliff. And of course, there's that part where the screamo section kicks in and it switches to Hisoka and his glowing (laughs) boner. And I'm just like, wow, what the fuck? It's so good. I would never in a million years think that I would ever like a song like this or an ED like this. But there's just something about Just Awake that resonates with me and i've just been hooked ever since i first saw it i think when i first listened to this i was like what the fuck because someone just started screaming in my face um and not to say like hunter hunter is not an intense show but i wouldn't expect something like that uh to just play at the end I think this ED of all of the Hunter Hunter EDs is completely left field because the other ones match Departure. Like they have sort of that same vibe to them, that like adventurous feel to them or like the 
you know, that Saturday morning cartoon song type of feel, but Just Awake is out of nowhere. And that's how they started the show, was this as the first ED. So yeah, it's it's great. Even though it's weird, it's great. It just jolts you awake, I guess. And since we're mentioning Hunter Hunter, I'm, I'm wondering if I can take the next two EDs because they're kind of in line with Hunter Hunter. Okay, that's fine, because I have another Hunter Hunter one, so it's probably going to be one of the same. Okay, let's see if it's this one, because my next Hunter Hunter ED is... <laughs> Hunting for Your Dream by Galnerius from Which Hunter is Hunter. The second ED, right? Yes, yeah, ED. with the the guitar in the beginning. Like well, the one that's used in the meme where Kurapika is, is drowning in an indescribable <laughs> emptiness. That is such a good <laughs> meme. Oh my god, that's a great YouTube clip. Um yeah, that one's this one's on my list as well. Even though I know you hate when I do this, but I always call it Fighting for Your Dream. I don't know why. I think when I first <laughs> learned of the song, I thought it was Fighting for Your Dream and I can't undo that in my brain. So, if I say Fighting for Your Dream, I apologize. It's Hunting for Your Dream. Are you thinking of the that South Park anime spoof song? Where it's like, let's fighting love. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Hunting for Your Dream, because it's Hunter Hunter. It's the same singer who did the um, opening f- for Hunter Hunter, but this time with his band. Uh, just the lead out of the episodes with the arc that this ED is used in just worked so perfectly, especially when like the narrator came in <laughs> like to describe. Because <laughs> drowning. Yeah. <laughs> um, it felt something about that also just felt very like 90s in the way that it was executed yeah uh and it's just a terrific rock song besides that uh visuals wise you get i think you get a shot of the group of villains that's featured prominently in that arc uh that's that's all i can really remember visually but i was just more so enamored with the song I do think that Hunting for Your Dream is, of all of the EDs in Hunter Hunter, this one is a really good pair up with Departure. Going from Departure to mm-hmm. Hunting for Your Dream, they just work so well together. And, you know, it's it's got Gon's face on the fucking <laughs> album art on Spotify. So I just love it so much. And the last ED I will mention from Hunter Hunter that is on my list is... Hyori Itai by Yuzu featuring Hyadain? Hyadain? From, I don't know why I keep saying this, from Hunter Hunter. <laughs> uh, I think this is the one that plays, the ED that plays the most because it is part of the longest arc in hunter hunter and i would have thought i'd be annoyed by this song but it grew on me especially reaching the end of that arc is this okay i'm not gonna spoil anything i'm gonna talk in super vague terms and generalities but for anyone who's watched hunter hunter you'll probably understand what i'm saying is this the ed that plays after the end of that very long arc where it's like super emotional 
and then it just like cuts to the ed and it's very abrupt um, or is that a different ed that plays at that part no i think it's the same ed okay it's always so funny like going from that part of the story into this ed i'm like oh my god what happened it just rips you out of it <laughs> yeah. maybe if i'm thinking of the same thing it cut also cuts to the preview for the next episode yeah <laughs> yeah it's very jarring um but i think this is actually the the last ending for hunter hunter that was or before like the anime was put on hiatus um so the finality of it is something that i appreciate because it kind of rounds out the journey so far in gone freaks life Next ED on my list is, again, from another anime that I'm using technicalities around, and that is... ED1, Trust Me by Yuya Matsushita. I really love this song, and I think you know it as well um, because I put it on the Spotify playlist, so you're, you're probably very familiar with it, but it's it's a, a song that's very evocative of the time period this came out in because it has like that early 2000s, like not boy band, but like pop feel to it. Oh, like the J-pop. Yeah, and it's song, it's yeah. a really good song. I love it. And the visuals are simple. It's just a long panning still image of every character in the show, but with these characters like connected to each other, whether they're holding on to each other or whether they're tied together through like Salty's black aura or whatever. Um, so there's not much to it. I just really like the song, and I thought it was kind of unexpected for a show like this, but... It's fun. It's um, it's infectious, and every time I hear it, I just get like, I, I can just vibe with it. It's that's a theme here, right? Like if you can vibe with a song, it's probably a good OP or ED, and that's the case here with this ED. The next ED I have on my list is. Hana no To, or Tower of Flower, <laughs> Flower Tower, I guess, by Sayuri from Lycoris Recoil. Oh, that's a good one. You really like Lycoris Recoil. I do. And I was glad that when we were in Japan, there was were, there was merchandise for Lycoris Recoil in some of the anime shops and even the uh, arcades that we went to. Uh, so I, I'm glad that People are still latching onto that, even though it was an anime original. Uh, it's funny that it's Sayuri who did the ending for this because I know Sayuri from a a fake anime opening that was done for Star Wars. Oh, that fucking video. Every time I hear that song, yeah. I get so confused because <laughs> I'm like, what anime <laughs> is this from? And you're like, it's not from an anime technically. Yeah, so maybe I'll post a link to, to that or we'll post a link to that in the Discord so people know what I'm talking about. Uh, it takes animated clips from some Star Wars short and then puts it over like a, a a Japanese song that could serve as its anime OP. It works really well. Yes. Uh, but going back to this ED, uh, something's just so, it's so happy-go-lucky 
for a show that mixes happy-go-lucky with kind of like John Wick elements. But I think it works very well to establish the the friendship between Chisato and Takina, the two main leads of Licorice Recoil. And you know, visuals-wise, it's very bubbly. You have shots of the two characters in different outfits, um, and then the actual Lyco Reco Cafe. Is it Lico Licorice? I mean, they say it as like Lico Rico. Okay. I, I don't know why I keep latching onto Lyco. But Licorice Recoil, Licorice Recoil, I just enjoyed this ending. Um, left every episode on a positive note even if it was a depressing climax. I feel like this ED is to you the way the um, Wonder Egg Priority ED is to me. Life is Cider. I just love it. And they kind of have the same like vibe, the same visuals. There's a lot of like mm-hmm. yellow and bright colors and stuff like that. So I, if, if it's like that, I, I get what you mean by why you like this song so much. So I kind of fucked up with this next one on my ED list because technically it's more known as an OP, but I accidentally oh. put it on my ED list. But technically, you know, technicalities all around here. I am still correct in putting it in my ED list because it did appear as an ED at, in some capacity. But anyway, it is. <laughs> Odd Taxi, Odd Taxi by Skirt and Pun P. Because the name of this, the song is Odd Taxi, and it's from Odd Taxi. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking of <laughs> the, the, the ED that they use in Odd Taxi is of the girl band. Yeah, I like that one too, mm-hmm. but that but, one's not, I don't like it enough to put yeah, it on my list. This is the OP, but I, I think that they use this as the ED for the Odd Taxi movie. So, so there you go. I'm so okay. yeah, you're, you're in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I really like this one. So I, I know they don't have the visuals in the ED part. So we're going to talk about the OP part. Sorry, I messed up. But anyway, it's worth talking about because the visuals are so fun. I love how stylized it is. I love, um, like Dudarara and Bakano, it's a very complex story with a, a huge cast of characters. And I like how they gave enough screen time to each of the characters in the show to kind of remind you about who all the players are Um, because it can be kind of difficult to keep everyone straight. They may not show their names, like the characters' names, the way they do in Dudarara or Bakano. But again, like being able to visually see all of the characters and just be reminded of who's involved in this giant spider web of a story is really nice. Plus, I like the part where um, he's wiping off the bird poop off of his taxi window. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, talking about the OP aspect of the the, the visuals, um, I like that they, they kind of incorporate the characters' personalities and traits in kind of like metaphorical ways. I'm thinking of the, I think he was a hippo who used the, the social, like he wanted to use social media yeah. to get popular. And so it's, I think in the OP, it, it shows like a, a balloon of his head inflating. Oh, because his ego inflates? Yeah. 
So very clever ways of reintroducing those characters or the cast of characters. And we know that Odd Taxi came out, I think, in 2021. Yes. But we watched it in 2022. Plus, we did watch the recap movie just to see that extra five minutes of content at the end. And that came out in 2022 for us overseas folks. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why it's on this list. But sorry, I put it on the ED list and I meant to put it on the OP list. But this is a chill vibe just to talk about the song. Yeah, the song is so good. Like you, I I think this would be a great song for cruising at night. So you know, even for you, maybe taxi drivers out there or Uber drivers, this would be a great song to put on while picking up your next fare. The next song I have is from an anime that aired previously that I've already mentioned, and the ED for that anime is. This is going to be a hard one to pronounce. Ona no ko otoko no ko by Yuko Ogura. Little girl, little boy. Oh, is that what it means? Oh, I, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. That by Yuko Ogura from School Rumble Season 1. That's a good one, too. School Rumble was just great. Like, all around, <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm pretty sure this OP, it was like very bubbly. Um, had a little bit of that big band mixed into it by this j-pop idol singing it um i think it was about like how boys are mean and they're so fickle and they'll they'll mess with their heart so (laughs) it was kind of like fitting in with some of the thoughts of the female students in the show um and yeah this just brings me back to again the early 2000s watching or listening to the song and then watching the visuals which has a harima just you know cruising on his his bike uh and then shots of tenma as well just oh like i think all the characters that are featured are like in chibi form too the last ed on my list is from an anime i've already talked about but i can't go without talking about this ed and that is My Dress Up Darling, Koi no Yukue by Akari Akase. Kyun, kyun, kyun. Need I say more? There it is. Need I say more? This was the last ED on my list. Oh, perfect. That synced up in just the right way. So much kyun, kyun, kyun right now. I think the visuals are super simple. Um, I just love how stylized Marin and Gojo are. I don't know if you'd consider them chibi. I don't think they are technically chibi. It's just like a different art style. Like doodles. Yeah, there you go. And I think it's just, yeah, it's very simple, especially after like the wild OP you get and the wild ride that is each and every episode. It's nice to kind of come down a little bit and just have this calm song and calm set of visuals. But I mean, kyun, kyun, kyun. That's that's it. Like I, I can't say more than that. I don't need to say more than that because that is like, that is what took everyone by storm after my dress of darling came out. That and the titty physics. 
Oh, from episode right. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm always reminded of this song because uh, our friend Kevin cosplayed as Gojo at some of the anime conventions we went to this year. And whenever he would see a Marin somewhere in the cr- crowd, he would shout out to them, Kyun, 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 and see if they responded. I don't think any of them I don't did. Think, yeah, I don't think a single one <laughs> they did. Pro- they probably didn't listen through to the end of the episode. So we were all like, fake modding. That's not the real modding, okay? It's, she's fake. Yeah, you, you can't skip OPs on EDs, guys. Some <laughs> well, of them might be absolute bangers. That's true, yeah. How, how can you go without knowing the cune, cune, cune of My Dress Up Darling? Yeah. And normally I would hate this kind of song because it's so bubblegum and cutesy and just evocative of like typical j-pop but i fuck with it (laughs) (laughs) and if you haven't watched the music video i think uh the singer akase akari like she cosplays as marin cosplaying as some of her characters in that music video it's so meta yes uh and so i definitely recommend you check that out I would also recommend, and we can drop this in the Discord, uh, if you listen to this remix of Koi no Yukue that I actually heard through Otaku Host Club, so another shout out to them, especially Amelia, uh, that they used a remix of this song at the end of one of their episodes, and I vibed to this so much. Like, I vibed to the original song, but something about this remix just hits different and there you go those are our favorite anime openings and endings from the 2022 i was gonna say season but the year 2022 whether it was something that aired this year or was something that we finally watched that came out before 2022. So now we're going to move on to our listener favorites. And what we did was ask our listeners in our Discord to share with us any OP and ED favorites that they have from a show that aired in 2022. Caveat, not everyone followed the directions, but that's okay. We're still going to share these because they're really, really good. And we're going to share our patron submissions first and also include a clip of the songs from their favorite picks. Quick note, though, if we've already played the song in this episode um, from one of our lists, we'll probably skip over playing that. But either way, we'll still acknowledge each and every favorite that was submitted to us. Yeah, we don't want to attract the the DMCA folks. I know. It's only a matter of time before <laughs> we get like a copyright strike on this. But who cares? We're going to keep FBI it going. FBI is going to knock at our door. <laughs> <laughs> so the first patron submission comes from KK. And KK said for an OP, <laughs> I'm going to read this verbatim. Uh, it's your boy Kong Ming, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> I think that's the actual <laughs> translation. Well, if you read <laughs> it, it's Chiki Chiki Bon Bon. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I guess we'll leave it Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Isn't there already something that is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I think there's an actual, yeah, there's an actual song. So maybe Chitty maybe Chitty that's Bang what KK actually likes. <laughs> and then the ED that KK shared as their favorite is... More Than a Married Couple But Not Lovers, Stuck on You by Naolu. 
Um, really good pick. Also, if you're not watching more than a married couple but not lovers, you need to watch it. It's so fucking good for no reason. That would be me. You should <laughs> watch it. It's if, so if good. If you watch Akiba Made War, I'll watch Married But Not Love or whatever it's called. <laughs> Deal. I'm already Akiba Made War is already on my list, so go ahead and slap more than a married couple but not lovers on your list. It's so good. I fucking love it. I don't know why it's so good. I thought it was going to be a dumpster fire. It kind of is. It is etchy, but it's it's a really good rom-com. Our next patron submission comes from The Big Yikes. So we have a couple of things here, two songs and then some honorable mentions. So for OP, the first one is... Aoashi Presence by Superfly. I haven't started Aoashi yet, so I, I think I need to. Everyone's, even though Blue Lock is out, everyone is still talking about Aoashi, so I feel like I need to jump on that one because it looks like a really good soccer anime. Yeah, everyone's in the soccer mood right now with, with the World Cup. Going yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Japan was knocked out, so everyone's Blue Lock dreams have have gone to shit. <laughs> but, but they had a good run for a little did. while there. Yeah. There was a lot of hype. And then the big yikes listed for their favorite OP as Can you hear me now? To say anyhow. Kageta puzzle hiroi atmeta. Jibuno arika tesakuritsunaidemo. My past is in a Kyokai Senki Part 2, Parts by Natumi. I am not familiar with this one, but I played a quick clip of it, and it kind of has like a really good vibe, like a chill yet upbeat and inspirational vibe to it, so I can see why you like this one. I think it's a good song. Yeah, I fucks with it too. And the Big Yikes also shared honorable mentions, um, which would be both the OP and ED from Call of the Night. So you have Daten by Creepy Nuts and then uh, Yofukashi no Uta by Creepy Nuts. Still one of the best band names ever because, you know. Creepy Nuts. Creepy Nuts. <laughs> like, Mixed what nuts, the fuck? <laughs> all these nuts. <laughs> but those are really good ones too, especially the OP from Call of the Night. It's You talk about a song that slaps, like that one definitely slaps. Next patron submission comes from Fuma, and Fuma shared um, two OPs and one ED. So the first OP is... Aoashi OP1, uh, Mushin Hakusu, sorry, I'm probably butchering that, by Alexandros. I like the guitar riff in the beginning of this. It's kind of like, like, like low but intense at the same time. It reminds me of the opening for the High School of the Dead OP. Because it had yeah. that, it had the drums and then a, a guitar riff in the beginning. Very nice. The other OP that Fuma shared is the Spy Family OP two Souvenir by Bump of Chicken, which I also had on my list. Fucking banger. And then the ED that Fuma shared is. <laughs> Yo, 
the night, Yofukashi no Uta by Creepy Nuts. Really good song. I mean, just fucking bangers all around. It's it's a hot season right now, and we are getting some really good songs. It's a hot year. Uh, honestly, it was. <laughs> 2022 has been great to us. Next patron submission comes from Oscar, and Oscar shared uh, one OP, one ED. So the first OP is... From the original Full Metal Alchemist, Melissa by Porno Graffiti. And they shared, I love that I love that OP probably because it was my first ever anime. I, I'm not familiar with this one, but I listened to a, a bit of the song. And it definitely has that early 2000s vibe to it. Because I yeah, think I that's the say, time frame that the yeah, show came out. I was going to say the same thing. And Porno Graffiti, <laughs> great band name. Did they do a My Hero? They, yeah, that's why they sound familiar. They did... The, the very first OP for My Hero. Oh, the one that I think sounds like the One Punch OP at, at yeah. certain moments? Yeah, that's a really good song too. Yeah. <laughs> and then Oscar's ED submission is Hunter Hunter ED1 Just Awake by Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which I also had on my list. It's fucking good. I mean, you got great taste, Oscar, because if you like the craziness of Just Awake like I do, then I'm all in for it. You are a weeb of culture. Yeah. <laughs> And our last patron submission comes from Hernstrom. And Hernstrom shared a couple of different ones. So uh, they shared their top five for this year. The first one being Attack on Titan, the final season, The Rumbling, rumbling by Sim. Rumbling. Great choice on both of our lists. I mean, it's all of our lists. It's on all of our <laughs> lists. <laughs> it's a really good one. The next one is. Chainsaw Man Kickback by Kenshi Yonezu. This one's really good. It's mm-hmm. growing on me a lot. I wouldn't put it like at my favorites yet, but the song is like so, so fun and like fucking different. Like it's got a weird vibe to it, but it's like perfect for Chainsaw Man. Yeah, this is one of the few songs that's erratic and frantic that I do enjoy. <laughs> um, and of course, those visuals are yeah. probably going to be iconic because whoever came up with that concept of using moments from various like movies um and i don't know if there's like tv shows and i can't remember like the the span of it but a lot of it is from movies and then use like infusing the characters over the characters from those scenes that it's like brilliant it's just such a unique concept and i'm like i appreciate an op that doesn't follow the standard shown in op formula yeah i remember people were raving about this op when it first came out and yeah i think it's fantastic and then a few more here. Um, so the third on Hernstrom's list is. Mm-hmm. 
Classroom of the Elite Season 2, Dance in the Game by Zach or Z-A-Q. I'll be honest, I don't entirely remember this one because I did skip over the OP for Season 2. When I mentioned don't skip over OPs and ED. I know, I broke that rule. <laughs> Next one on Hernstrom's list is... Season two, Zankyo Zanka by Imer. Zankyo. Zankyo Zanka. Thank you <laughs> by Imer. You really like this one. You put this one on the Spotify playlist. I did. It's no Gurenge by Elisa, but I I still enjoyed it. It's I know. It's a very I... festive sounding song for Demon Slayer, but it makes sense because it's the entertainment district arc. I agree. Nothing will top Gurenge, but yeah, this one is still good. I I think. I had a hard time getting into it at first just because I was so emotionally tied to Gurenge. But after hearing this a couple of times, um, I think it really worked because because the, that season focused so much on Tengen, I feel like this OP was just really evocative of him. Yeah. And the fifth one on Hernstrom's list is... <laughs> To Girlfriend Season 2, Himitsu Koi Gokoro by Chico with Honeyworks. Mm, this is why <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll respectfully disagree. <laughs> I think I mentioned that during our uh, Rent a Girlfriend Season 2 review. This one does not hit as hard, in my opinion, as the first Rent a Girlfriend OP. I do enjoy the first one by the Peggies. The Peggies mm-hmm. have always come out with really good stuff. Um, but at least this second season OP had a, a dancing sequence. They yes. brought that stuff back. I will give that to them, yeah. Hernstrom also shared uh, the undisputed best ED, which is Attack on Titan, the final season, Akuma no Ko by mm. Ai Higuchi. Agree. That was on my list as well. I love the feeling it evokes, and it's just it's so good. It is so good. And then an honorable mention, which is My Dress of Darling, listed here as Kyun 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 by Marin and Satoru Gojo. <laughs> Wait, they sing a version? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I like that's what I'm saying. It's the Kyun Kyun Kyun. Even mm-hmm. Hernstrom knows. Hernstrom literally wrote Kyun 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 as the song title. We should just petition it to be called Kyun Kyun Kyun. Hernstrom also mentioned this year had a lot of bangers. But my all-time favorite OP is still Kawaki o Ameku. There it is, the domestic girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> And thank, thank you, Hernstrom, for introducing me to that lovely song. <laughs> um, Hernstrom also says, however, Akuma no Ko topped my list and became my all-time favorite ED, close behind Just Awake. See, we're all in the same wavelength. We have like mm-hmm. the same stuff on here. Just Awake is an, an amazing ED. And uh, yeah, that's all of our patron submissions. So now we're going to move on to our listener submissions from our folks over at the Discord. Starting off with Arbiter, who writes, There are too many I enjoy, but the first one that comes to mind is Climbers High. I'm not sure what anime this is from, but when I looked it up, I think it's from the anime Fuka. And it's if it is, it's Climbers High by Manami Numakura. Biakuez. <laughs> Biakuez. <laughs> I don't know Fuka. I don't think I've seen it. Um, so that one's a new one to me. I'll have to look into that anime. 
Next, we have Joey Guns 13 who writes, Love both OP and ED for Call of the Night. Lycoris Recoil, Love After World Domination, Akiba Maid War, yeah, let's go. Uh, Spy Family, and Ya Boy Kong Ming. Those all, are all fucking fantastic. Yeah. And all of them, like <laughs> almost all of those are on our list as well. See, everyone, we're all in the same wavelength. Yeah. Everyone in the Strictly family, like we, we've all got the same <laughs> taste. It's great. All top tier. Uh, love the OP for Chainsaw Man and most of its ED. That's right. There are several different, I think each ED for Chainsaw Man is different. Yeah. Uh, love the ED for Skeleton Knight and Raven of the Inner Palace. I also love the ED for Raven of the Inner Palace. Not enough. Like, it's still growing on me, so not enough to put it on my list. But I think the song is beautiful, and the visuals go really well. So, yeah. Shout out to Raven of the Inner Palace ED. Lamillion writes, is this the Lamillion from My Hero? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my all-time favorite, though there may be better ones, has to be Period by Chemistry from Full Metal Alchemist for the opening. And ED has got to be Torches by Aimer from Vinland, Vinland Saga. Oh, I forgot that that Aimer, Aimer whatever, did Aimer. the ED for Vinland Saga. That's oh. right. I only remember the one by Millet. That one's really good, too. Mm. Her voice is so, so good. Yeah, I'll have to listen back to the uh, Aimer, Aimer one. I didn't realize she did Vinland Saga. Up next, we have Moe Soda, who is Amelia from the Otaku Host Club podcast. Spreading some love for Summertime Render since it's in Disney Plus and Disney Japan Jail. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but Killer OP. Hoshi ga Oyogu by Macaroni Empitsu. I'm pretty sure Empitsu means pen. Macaroni pen? Yeah, if I'm remembering my my vocab correctly. Um, oh, no, it's pencil. Sorry, it's pencil. <laughs> macaroni pencil. Yeah, macaroni pencil. Agreed. I think this is a really good OP. Well, summertime render or summertime rendering, depending on which title you go by, is so good. I am also sad that it's stuck in Disney Japan jail. It makes me... Very sad that not more people can see this. Um, well, but, you could sail the yeah, seven yeah. seas. <laughs> there are ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. This is a really good OP. And my favorite part of it is when Shinpei takes the gun at the end and points it at his head. I was like, whoa, that's so crazy. And it whoa. just it's perfect for this show. I won't spoil anything about it, but go watch Summertime Rendering. Then we have Atomic Pickle who writes, Chainsaw Man's Kickback for the OP and maybe an honorable mention about how each of the episodes get a special ED. Everyone's riding that Chainsaw Man high right now. It's so good. And I do appreciate that they they took the time and effort to have a different ED for every episode. That's got to be quite an undertaking. But for a show with as much hype as Chainsaw Man, I'm not surprised Mappa pulled out all the stops. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Nidstang, a.k.a. Aaron from Under the Bun. Our good friend Aaron. Who writes... For ED, Hawatari to Okusenchi by Maximum the Hormone from Chainsaw Man because it's Maximum the Hormone. <laughs> <laughs> when I read that band name, I think of Parasite the Maxim. I don't Parasite know. Parasite the Maximum the Hormone. I think they did the, the second OP for Death Note. That's how I, oh, I remember okay. this name. Okay, yeah, that sounds familiar. Wow, Aaron, I'm surprised you didn't come at us with like a Macross <laughs> opening or ending, <laughs> yeah, even though actually. you're following our rule of something in 2022. So that's fine. Thank you for that. <laughs> 
Drew writes, my pick is the OP2 G-Witch, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. The song is Shukufuku by Yoasobi. A lot you of people... Like, the, there's another Yoasobi song that you really like, isn't there? Yes. I don't know if it's this one. Uh, I don't even know if it's actually from an anime. I heard it on TikTok, I think. But yeah, this this song, I listened to it. It's definite vibes. I know people have been mentioning that the Witch from Mercury is a great anime for, I think it's this season that it came out. I think so, um, yeah. Even though I, I haven't watched any Gundam before, but I think from discussions I've had, it's a pretty easy one to jump into. So uh, definitely, the song's definitely a vibe. So <laughs> maybe I'll have to check out The Witch from Mercury. Uh, next, we have Bubblegum Crash, a.k.a. Jeff, also from the Otaku Host Club podcast who writes the ED to Made in Abyss Season 2 and the OP from Yure Deco. Wait, wait. So the the Made in Abyss Season 2 one is Endless Embrace by Myth and Royd. Um, I, I, did, I did like the Season 2 um, OP and ED better than the first season. So I'm right there with you. I don't remember the first season too well, but I do remember <laughs> kind of being lukewarm about them and liking the ones from season two better. Yeah, I think I broke my own rule that I said never skip OP and EDs. <laughs> and yeah, the first op- or first OP and ED of Maiden Abyss, I, I skipped. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, I don't remember the season two ending. But if it's Myth and Royd, that's a, that's a pretty good band. Uh, and then Yure Deco, OP... Oh God! Good luck per, or figuring out how <laughs> okay. many zeros that okay. is. <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna cheat and Google the Google the. I've never uh, seen so many zeros in yeah, my life. <laughs> the written number for this. Okay, Google's not helping me. Out. <laughs> well, however many million, billion, trillion, quadrillion, zillion. How many love, zeros are there? Um, three. Six, nine, 12, 15, 18, 20. There's 24 zeros. So whatever number is one plus 24 zeros, that's what the song title is. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, by Clambon. Jeff, well, you're going to have to help us out with this one. <laughs> Let us know in the Discord what what number this actually is in like regular layman terms. And finally, we have Classy Ulysses who writes, I like the Eminence and Shadow opening track. Very catchy. Which I believe is Highest by OXT, if I'm saying the, the band name correctly. Um, that one's a good one, too. I've been catching up on Eminence and Shadow, and I do enjoy that song. And that concludes the 2022 edition of our favorite anime openings and endings. And I'm actually kind of bummed that we're done recording this because, like <laughs> I said, this has got to be one of my favorite episodes that we record every year now since we're going to bring this back annually. So look forward to another edition in 2023. I can't wait to see what anime OPs and EDs we get next year. And I hope it's as hard-hitting as 2022 was. And as I mentioned before, if you are interested in listening to some of the songs that we mentioned, uh, they are on my Spotify playlist, 321 Let's Jam. The link to which you can find in our music channel on our Discord if you looked up the if you look up the pinned messages. 
And a special shout out and thank you to all of our listeners and patrons that submitted their favorite OPs and EDs from this year or beyond. We really appreciate it, you guys. It was so much fun to read through all of your your favorites and find out that a lot of you guys like the same ones that we do. That was awesome. And if you're not a member of our Discord, definitely join. The link is uh, in the description. We've got really fun people over on our Discord. It's always a good time. Um, activity every single day talking about all sorts of weeb shit so yeah don't be shy come on over and vibe with us and vibe with us <laughs> thank you so much everyone for tuning in merry christmas and happy holidays once again and as always subscribe to strictly anime on your favorite podcast service join our discord to chat with us follow us on instagram at the strictly series on twitter at strictly series and check out our website the strictly series.com if you'd like to support the show and be a patron who gets their submissions answered first and sometimes even be able to submit audio for any time we have submissions on our episodes, then head over to patreon.com slash Strictly Series and tune into Strictly Jojo, our other podcast dedicated to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. All links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay weeb. And Merry Weebmas, everybody. Merry Weebmas.